Now a word from our sponsors. This episode of the Layback Gas Podcast is sponsored by Harris Boys Electrical Service. Y'all know what it is, man. As usual, they always come through for us, so we're going to come through for y'all. They here to provide any electrical service that you need, man. They got you lights, plugs, switches, whatever you got going on. If you got problems in the crib, electrical problems in the crib that you need solved, all you need to do is call Harris Boys Electrical Service. They come through, they can take care of you. And the prices is pretty good. I'm saying that. Ain't nobody out here that could beat their prices. Not nobody licensed. Not nobody licensed. They can't beat their prices. I'm trying to tell you that right now. Because they out here doing that for you. They taking care of you. They taking care of us. We taking care of you. And they taking care of you. If you call them, they can fix all them electrical problems. I'm talking about your bedroom light don't work no more. They got you. Gotcha. Your, your, your furnace, it ain't seem like it's getting power to it. We can come through and check that out, man. But we don't work on furnaces. But we can make sure it's getting the power to it. No problem. Maybe you having a big issue with the power coming into your house. Have power in the crib. That's cool. Just call us. We can check it out. We do that. We do that. All you got to do is call Harris Boys Electrical Service. 810-449-2445. We bring power to the people. Now let's start the show. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to another episode of the Layback Ass Podcast. It's your man, Figure the Kid, aka Boyan. Balls on your bitch, the Serbian Slut Slayer, aka Bohan. Balls on your bitch, the Croatian, Coochie, Connoisseur, aka Garth the Kid, because I want you to suck on my penis, baby. I want you right there down on your knees for me. Yes, sir. You know what it is. We coming to you live. From Whiting Studios. Whiting area. The area of Whitings. What? <laughs> gotta add the I and G's on there. And behind the scenes, as usual, we got. What up? It's J Dub. It's J Dub, aka J Dizzy. J Dizzy and the Busy. Y'all know what it is, man. Stop playing with your boy, man. We tapping in. Matter of fact, let them know, man. How much for the shoes? Wait, what? How much for the shoes? For the shoes? shoes, my boy. I, shoes. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, okay, okay. I'll see y'all much for the jeans, my boy. How much for the oh, jeans? Oh, I got you now. I got you. Yeah, I pay. Uh, I pay about twelve. Okay, twelve hundred on the yeah. jeans, my boy. I yeah. see you. I see you. Okay, how much on the wrist? On the wrist, you know, fifty. Fifty on the it's wrist. Okay, quick, okay, okay. Well, quick, I see how much for the tea. The tea, uh, hundred and fifty. Hundred fifty on the tea. Okay, okay. I see you, my boy. Hundred fifty on the tea. Spinning that. Okay, how much on the chain? The chain, chain. Hey, don't test this chain. Hey, don't test this. No, I said don't test the chain. Can you don't test it. Don't test it. It ain't gonna be real. But, but yeah. Oh. How you feeling this week, man? I'm I'm feeling good, bro. Actually, you know what? To be honest with you, if I'm gonna be honest I'm with everybody that's out there, good. I'm gonna be honest with everybody out there. I'm just ready for September to be over, man. To be One honest, those months. It's my busiest month, and I've had a couple issues that I've got to put out mm-hmm. basically and that's stressful. Yeah, I can see how that can happen. You know yeah. what I mean? The stresses. Yep. The stresses, the impresses. Yup. I got a I got a wedding in North Carolina, so I'm pretty excited about that. That I'll be DJing. So that's cool. Okay. Different. Congratulations. Yeah. Yep to them. Well. And to me. I get a free yeah. trip out of it. There you go. You know what I mean? So that's cool. You know what I've been thinking about lately, man? What? I think I if I think I have been looking for love, right? Yep. 
but that's the wrong way to look at it. You can't be out here looking for love. I think it's important that you just search for your best friend. That's what I would say. Wow. Instead of looking for love, marry Serious. your best friend. Serious. It's true, though. Should be. We all look for the wrong things, huh? Yeah. I think that's a big problem out here. We out here looking for the wrong shit. Yep. Man, man, and also, we don't know what to look for. We don't know what to look for. So when we find something that feel good, we stick to it. But what shit that feel good might not be good for Truth. you. Truth. Shit Truth. that feel good might not be good for you. No, that's lo- like <laughs> that's lust versus love type shit too. You know what I mean? You can really take that deep. Yeah. And I think that's what I've based all my relationships on. Lust. Well, I don't want to say just that, but like that's definitely part of it. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure sexual that, desire and you, shit like that. Do you think there is some lust in love? A hundred percent. Do you think there is? I think there love, has to be. And do you think there's love in? Love? I also believe that. Yes. Hmm. The problem is, is that if you, so if it's lust, what is it in the lust that you're loving? Mm-hmm. Probably not the right part of the equation. You're probably loving the wrong part of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because <coughs> if you love somebody, you have to lust over them. I've, yeah. For it to work, right? I mean, I feel like that's, yeah. That would only make sense to me. If you don't lust over your partner, it's probably a failed relationship. Uh-huh. Because they got to be the most beautiful person in the world to you, right? Yep, yep. They got to be the best things. But that's why I say you got to marry your best friend. Because when you see somebody in and out, when you have that real something solid like that, the way y'all understand each other on that level. Yep. You. Facebook kicked us. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's the first in a very, very long time. Well, we still recording. Well, we're yeah, we're gonna about we're about to go back live though. So okay, just keep going. Um, I think if you, if you find if you looking for your best friend versus uh love or lust. Yep. Or, or I mean, even even then, I don't think that's a I don't think that's a problem. You have to deal with love versus lust if you are if you marry your best friend because you're in love with more than just, just that. And you, and even then. I would, I, it makes sense to me that you know how to communicate with your best friend, right? Like, you would know how to because you, yeah, because they're your best friend? Yeah. Yeah. You should, you should know how to communicate with somebody who is your best friend, who's legitimately your best friend. I understand people grow and people grow apart. Yep. Yeah. And people grow together. But yeah, and that also depends on where you are in your, age maturity like where you are in your thought thoughts and processing that shit i feel like it's different the older you get obviously can i can i borrow your lighter too please just fucking might as well just have you give me everything uh yeah it's hard man it is it's hard i mean it's i feel like it's a balance for sure it's a balance for sure um or even navigating what is love versus lust or what is what is a friendship you could trust or believe in. 
Yeah. If you haven't really taken time to think about what you deserve or what you want, that's also a thing too. Like Mm -hmm. you just constantly get into relationships and settle for whatever's like convenient and and easy or whatever make you feel good or what makes you feel good period. And then that's, you never give your, yeah, you never give your chance. It don't, it, it don't last because the things that you really need to nourish your soul or nourish nourish whatever it is you're trying to feed it won't exist in settling for whatever is making you happy right now or settling for whatever is making you feel good you know what i mean yeah like you're settling for that yeah that's what you're that, saying those yeah. things can't nourish you or yeah they, they, like they, they they don't provide the nourishment that real connection and real love provides. That's, and that's like a lust. Yeah, that's lust. When you lusting for something, you 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 settle. You find yourself settling, or even looking looking over the things you normally wouldn't settle for. Or maybe you maybe you not familiar, like you said, you don't know what a what a. You don't know what's good for you. Yeah. You don't know what you want. So then you find yourself in precarious situations where you're trying to navigate without a flashlight because you don't even know where you're going. You don't know where you're going and you're not paying attention to how you got there. You're not looking at any of the signs. You have to look at how you got to where you are because that's what's going to help you decide on what you deserve and what you want and what you need. Yeah, I think it's a lot of people who are dating or getting in relationships without taking the time to consider what they want out of a relationship. Yeah. They just want to hang out with somebody that is cool. Or yeah, <laughs> getting <laughs> which, which is, I mean I, I don't know, man. I, mean, I don't that's that's fine, but I don't like I feel like I put when you I don't, I don't feel like I put sex on a pedestal to the sense that like I can hang out with somebody that's cool and we might have sex and we can draw the line there. If you talk about that. Yeah, if, if, you, if it's easy for you to communicate without having, you know, without leading people on. But um, it's people who don't take... I'm not one of those people who feel like I need to be celibate because I'm looking for love. Because I don't put that much weight on sex. Okay, so if you're single for six months, you're not really worried about it, but you're tr- or you're trying to sleep with somebody. I wouldn't say I'm trying to sleep with somebody. If it happens, it happens. But okay. I'm never, I'm never really trying to sleep with somebody. Well, it just falls in your lap. Unless I'm in a relationship. I just mean, whether it falls in my lap or not, I mean, if it don't, I'm not having sex. Okay, so that's how I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how I am. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it happens, then it happens. But I'm not, like, the, <clears throat> I don't go out with the goal. I'm going to have sex tonight. Right. Did you ever? Mm, no. Me either. I've always had the goal of, like, meeting someone. Like, if that was the, if that was the goal, that was the, that, that was the one I was trying to attain. It wasn't like I was just trying to go out and find somebody to have sex with. I mean, I... I'm not I'm not big on these one night stands anyway. That's kind of crazy. 
I have a legitimate <clears throat> fear for STDs and babies. Oh, me too. I don't want no parts of them, uh-huh. actually. I, I wouldn't mind having a kid with somebody I could trust, but I don't want no parts in having, like, a child with somebody that, that I'm not ready to spend the rest of my life with. That's not about to happen. Or I pray to God it doesn't. I'm not, you know, not, not going to fake wood. Yeah, it's compressed cardboard, bro. <laughs> not going to fake wood. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid that one, you know. Um. Yeah, man. It, it, I, it, I think that leads, I think that puts a lot of people in an uncomfortable situation. It's a lot of people out here dating with no, with no goals, no guidance. And the people who are dating with, goals and and like a focus in mind have to navigate between the people who aren't yeah meaning like wait crossing paths with you're saying like uh running just, into just maybe trying yeah like navigate you because you have to f- discover that yeah they, these people aren't just telling you you know what i mean right so you meet number one and then you eventually find out that this is not somebody that i'm connecting with on that level right it's not somebody who knows how to connect on that level right because they haven't done the work on themselves so you're on to the next you still on yeah well yeah yeah it just cut off on here um it does that occasionally which i don't know why it did well, anyway yeah. yeah but yeah they they it leaves people who know who know knows what they want know what they want it leaves people who know what they want in a situation where they're stuck in a sea of people who may know what they want and people who don't know what they want because they're not willing to do the work on themselves. They just navigate. Even outside of dating, there's so many people who are just navigating through life on autopilot. They are not trying to achieve any more, like, any higher level than where they're at. Yeah, they, they're just doing. They working at fucking Dollar General. They cool with that. They're doing that. They working at the factory. They cool with that. They doing that. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. But those aren't the people I want around me. I don't want people who want to settle where they at in any in any sense of the word. You know what I mean? Like I, we have to always level up. All my friends have to be working towards leveling up because it's not enough. Nothing is enough. It's never enough. Never enough. It's never enough. We are broke. And we, even then we even when we not, it's still not enough. It's never enough. We need you you got to have that drive. It's a lot of people who don't have any type of drive or any type of ambition whether it be romantically, uh financially, physically. They don't want to achieve anything. They are okay with waking up every morning and just getting by, cruising by. Figuring it out day by day. Yep, day by day. And I mean, I'm also a person who figures it out day by day. But I'm also a person who is, you know, always trying to get better and level up and move forward. I don't want tomorrow to look like today. I want it to look slightly better. Yeah. And I know that takes work. So, I mean, it's just, it's just a microcosm of that, I guess. Because if you navigate life... And you're running into people who have no ambition or no goals. And they just running on autopilot the same way people are romantically running on autopilot. It's just a microcosm of that, right? Of a, of a larger problem. Yeah. 
That mitochrosm. Mitochondria? I know mitochondria. Mito. Mitosis. Oh, yeah, whatever. So. Mitosis. Um, yeah. 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 Interesting. Interesting for sure. But how you been, man? I've been good. I've been all right. <laughs> my dog, one of my dogs, my big bully boy, died. I didn't think we were going to end up talking about that. Of course, man. We let the, let the pop family in on that. My big bully boy died. I had to bury him. That was very emotional. I had a very emotional day. Uh, I still went to work because I had to get that off my mind. You know how that is, man. I can't just be sitting around the house sad all day. But um, Me either. I, I'm just trying to love on my other dogs a little more. I still got three other dogs, so trying to love on them. And, and I know two of them are his kids, and they feeling that because they love being around him. They still sit around his cage looking for him. It's a very emotional situation. Yeah. But, you know, I'm blessed that he did have that litter with my other dog, and I kept two of them by happenstance because yep. I was definitely trying to get give them away. And still keep them at the same time. I gave one to my ex, who she ended up not taking them because we broke up. And then I gave one to my sister, who gave her back because she started going to school. So I, and you know, I was left with two of the litter, but I'm cool with that, especially now that I didn't lost him. Yeah. So now they're they hold more meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big I mean, coma boy. He the man of the house now. You know, yep. I'm just paying the rent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just paying the rent. You know, um, what else we talking about, man? Um, let's let's just. Oh, it's nine eleven. It's nine eleven. Yes, 11. it is. Today is. How do you 11. feel about that? Well, um, I was taking my kid to school when like the first, the timing of when the first plane would have hit. Mm-hmm. So I thought about it at that point, which was kind of cool. I caught the the clock around 8.50 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> I just seen a couple posts. So, yeah, dude. I mean, rest in peace to those people. It's been, what, 21 years now? Rest in peace, man. 21, 21 or 22 years? 22 years. Yeah. Rest in peace to all the lives lost, all the heroes. Rest in yep. peace, man. <sighs> yeah, it's a, it's a shitty, shitty. It's a tough. It's a tough, tough situation, man. A, there's a lot of conspiracy theories still. Oh yeah, running amok about it. How you yeah. feel about those? Uh, I don't deal with it. I honestly just send my feelings to people that may be dealing with loss from it. Like, mm-hmm. if there is someone that's attached to a person that did pass away, there, any of my energy that could go to them is to them. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just my inner peace or my inner person feels that way about it. Yeah. Whether it was real or not, I have no idea. I wasn't there. Um, okay. I have a controversial take on it, man. I, well, I guess I just asked the question. Sure. How long do you think this is like going to be a thing that we take time to commemorate? It'll be for it'll be for terrible. a very long time. Well, why? I don't know. It's been 22 years, and I, I hope I don't sound insensitive when I say that there are other terrorist attacks that we don't commemorate like this. Like plenty of other. I don't know, man. That was a pretty. That was a pretty big one. 
though. I mean, Pearl Harbor was pretty big. Well, I mean, then they remember that. They got a fucking day for it. Yeah, but we do not treat it like we do. Well, okay. People do, though. Some. The people that were affected by it in that generation do. More than any of the new generations, yes. I agree that 9-11 is put on Mm -hmm. out there more, Mm -hmm. but that's because of the opportunity now. Because the opportunity, yeah, too. I mean, it is. A, I feel like yeah, it is it's an a, opportunity. It's it an opportunity a, to have. You have all the social media. You have it's internet. Easy. It's a easy win, right? If you're a politician, yep, and you're looking for an easy dub, you could just for sure throw up a tweet on nine eleven about how you know America. For sure, yes, that's an easy win. Yeah, it's hard to lose. Actually, you had to say something egregious like me. I, suppose probably <laughs> i do think that um i mean they speak so much about the heroes on 9-11 as you should what about the people who lost their lives and they weren't heroes they was just there like they'll never speak about them they don't oh gosh i don't know i mean they put everybody's name they did there Everybody they could. <coughs> no, everybody, well, everybody that's been identified. Yeah, everybody they could identify. Yeah. <coughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I mean, there's a... <coughs> they they do like a presentation and read their names, and I think they might do that every year. Do you feel like it's a lot, like what they do for 9-11 to... to I don't. It, I grew up with parents that were from the Vietnam era, and my dad was a veteran, so he hung out with a bunch of old Vietnam veterans. You know what I mean? So I heard all their stories. So like, as far as like being a patriot, I'm a patriot to the people that put their lives out there. But I don't deal with the politics behind any of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, if you're gonna sign up, enlist, and go and fight, I appreciate you very much for doing that. I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. When it comes to, like, bringing awareness around that stuff, I mean, I understand some half of the story. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think there's a responsibility for America to commemorate Hiroshima the same way we commemorate 9-11? No. We We should commemorate an attack on us the same way. We should commemorate an attack that we committed the same way we commemorate attack on us. I think down low people do celebrate that. I think I think people do commemorate that. Yeah. I don't know if it's publicly done necessarily like celebrate is the wrong word. What? What? Celebrate is the wrong word. Commemorate. Yeah. Or yeah. Commemorate. Maybe that's the wrong word too. No, I think I say it right when I say celebrate. Some people out there probably celebrate shit like that. Oh yeah, some people definitely celebrate. You know what I'm saying? Like in the wrong sense. Yeah. Like evil sense. Yeah, well. But the, I mean like people we should I mean they did it. Period. That was evil. Yeah. But I I mean like I we should acknowledge that we did it on that day. The same way like we acknowledge that 9/11 was an attack on America, we we should acknowledge that you know, we kind of blew up a bunch of civilians. Yeah. In Japan, I don't disagree with some of that. I feel like that would only be fair. I mean, I don't think it should be about being fair at that point either. I think, but doesn't that just prove the point that it's all American propaganda? Well, what is we don't really care about the loss of life or the loss of innocent lives. 
I don't know. We don't really care about that at all. If we did, we would have a day where we had moments of silence for the people we killed in in, in that attack on two, both of them. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't. Again, but, I look I at it like as. That's one of those things where in 50 years or like now when we look back at history and we say, well, that was obvious American propaganda. This was obviously war propaganda. This was obviously American propaganda here, here and here. When you look back on it in the future, when you're looking back on now, you'll see like, oh, that was obvious American propaganda. Because they were also committing this atrocity and doing this here. And they weren't taking the time to have moments of silence for those lost lives. They didn't really care about people dying. When they did that, you're saying? At, I would argue that they didn't really care about people dying at all. We all just, they all casualties. That's why we have an army in the first place. We're all, we're all uh, expendable. Um, yes. We're just... Yes. We're all expendable to the machine, right? As long as we keep the country going, everybody's expendable. Yeah, bro. I, I don't get, like I said, I don't get into that shit. I, tr- I try to just live. I try to just do whatever I can mm-hmm. to, to do what I have to do in the life that I have. Mm-hmm. So whatever it may be. That's why I try to be self-employed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do what I can. I do want to say rest in peace to all the people who died in 9-11, though, especially the innocent lives who was just going to work that day, minding their business. I don't want to give any more to anybody else. It's all even. It's just everybody gets. Well, no, I mean, it's not that any more to anybody else. It's, I feel like those people need to be recognized. often forgotten when we had this conversation, and I kind of want to. Yeah, no, I think my thought was always who's who's gone from that day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I never it you was never even- it was never focused on the firefighter that climbed up the stairs. Mm-hmm. It was everybody that survived. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When it was that story, it wasn't him. It was everybody else that survived. I don't know. I didn't give any extra credit to them. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. They're the heroes for a reason. I, like I said, I didn't sign up to be a fireman. Mm-hmm. You signed up to be a DJ. And amongst other things, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, not a fighter, not, a, you know, that uh, fires. Yeah. Well, anything shooting, fucking flying a jet, you know, I didn't get in the air force. I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. All that shit. <clears throat> but because I don't want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You opted out. Yeah. You opted out, man. <clears throat> Shout out to 9-11, man. Shout out. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Different, bro. Why you say it like that? Well, you said shout out to 9-11. Let's man. talk about Neo, man. Neo, big Neo. All right. His ex was arrested for helping her son fight. I think I have a video. Y'all want to watch the video? Let's see if I got a video. Oh. Her ex was arrested. Okay. You're, about to, you're about to play a video? Yeah. Okay, hold on then. 
you want to set the video up, you can while I'm trying to. I'm already. Just got to turn my volume up. Oh, you don't. We don't need to watch it. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Ex Shawty B. She was arrested back in March, but they thought she was arrested for something different. It turns out that she was arrested for helping her her kid fight somebody in school. How was her kid? Look, yo, come on. Don't ask me questions when I'm reporting. Because if you ask me questions and I get smart, that means I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right? Just, just, I got just relax. Got you. <laughs> don't matter. Well, it matters, but no. Nah, either way, uh, she said that she couldn't she couldn't respond on it. Like, because I guess we're caught. You can't, like, talk about things publicly while you're caught. I mean, while you're in the case or whatever. But that's why she was arrested. I don't know what they thought she was arrested for before, but it come, turns out that she went up that school and she fought somebody with her baby. Yeah, I can't, or well, she went to the school to do it, so it was premeditated? Yo, relax. I Listen. <laughs> I don't know. Listen. <laughs> I need you. She'll be able to speak shortly is what she said. We so don't, y'all okay, can ask right, her right. all this. We right. don't know what happened, right? But, but how yeah. old is your son? My son is 11. All right, so now I say that, that there's a kid in the school that's mm. picking on your son. Mm. He's bigger than your Not son. Not happening in the low Ashton. I'm telling you that right but now. Let's, but let's say it does mm. happen. He's okay. bigger than your son. Let's say he plays football, so he's bigger, he's stronger, mm. Mm. and you he have a problem. Mm. Yeah, my son, but let's say hey, that happens. Yo, uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> Mom, this kid is beating me up. This kid is hurt. This kid, this kid is threatening me. You not gonna go up to the school? And- I'm definitely going up to the school. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna put my hands on nobody else's kid. Your kid starts fighting. He start losing. <laughs> you pull a guy off. Now, let, yeah. let me let me yeah. talk to Jeff. Yeah. Your son is losing. Hold him for like Your son seconds. is losing. You not you not gonna. <laughs> Yo, to be honest with you, sometimes you club, you man. you lose fights. Sometimes you win. To be honest with you, I'm gonna let Ash get his little ass whipped, but. You know what I mean? Like, I'm at the... I ain't gonna go too long before Cat. I try to... I'm t- <laughs> No, I'm not gonna put my hands on nobody else's You're not kid, gonna pull yo. a little... You pull a little boy off your son. I will pull a... I just say, yeah, and I, then you're gonna I hold ain't gonna let it go too long. You're gonna hold him for a little bit while ass get a couple of licks. You know what I mean? If you talking about how big he is, I'm like, all right, yeah, I might hold him a little bit. All right, so listen. I might hold him a little bit. Neo X was arrested for helping her son fight. What? Shout out to The Breakfast Club, first of all, for that clip there. Um... If your kid, right, Mila getting into a fight. Okay. And you you go out there, you see her fighting. Are you beating up the kid? No. What if it's a what if it's a boy? I'm pulling I don't care who grade. it is, I'm pulling the kid off of him. What if, what if off of the kid? Fourth grade. I don't care who they are. You gonna pull him off and hold him by his neck? Well, no, I'm gonna pick him up though. How I don't depend it depends. <laughs> If it depends. Be, I'm gonna try to he, separate him. I don't care if, if I'm. If he Mila size, you just grab him. And just yeah, him. yeah, and I would grab him appropriately. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I mean, under his arms. I'm yeah, saying yeah, not like him. by his shirt. Or yeah, no. you just grab him and hold him. Like, yeah, yo, you out of line. Yeah, you're not beating up no kid. So what if Mila is like 16? Well, I'm doing the same thing. If they're fighting, if it's my kid, <laughs> don't pick him up by his arm. Oh, okay, so it's a boy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I might have to grab him. Like I might have to chicken wing him or something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It depends. You gonna lay hands on that boy? I'm not, I'm gonna I'm gonna restrain him. You gonna lay hands on that boy? Hey, I don't believe. I'm that. gonna tell you something. If you caught a dude if there was somebody laying hands on your daughter, on my kid. Yes. A dude. I'm probably laying hands You're on laying that person. You're laying hands on that boy. I'm probably laying hands <laughs> on laying that person. You're laying hands on that boy. Yeah. You're laying hands on that boy. Yeah, I mean, if it's a male, yeah, and he's on, yes. Yes, if it's a male, of course. If it's a woman. At, well, at that point, young, her young age, it's got that's going to make a big difference. You know what I'm saying? Up. Like He's going to be like, yo, stop. Yeah. 
Depends on how bad. If Damn somebody's getting their butts bad. kicked or something like that, you know what I'm saying? If she's 18 or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You gotta break them up, man. No fighting. I, like, I, I just, but what if the kids start hitting you? I hope I don't get knocked out. <laughs> that would suck. No, if the kids start hitting me, I'm punching the shit out that kid. I'll punch the shit out of kid who started hitting me, though. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> I know you would. I ain't even going to lie to you. I'll do that shit. If, it, if it's like a 16-year-old and he hit me in my shit, I'm trying to break up a fight and he hit me in my shit, I'm going to hit him with a little two-piece, beep, beep. Ma, ma. Lay his ass down real quick. And then, and then help him get up. Like, bro, you were tripping. You were bugging. Where's your parents? We taking you to your mama house. We finna have a conversation. We got to talk about this. You out of line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With Okay, let's say you got a son. 16, right? And it's another 16-year-old laying hands on your son. Your son getting the brakes beat off of him. Like, literally. Like, he's going to be hurt. Like, <laughs> severely hurt. Not severely. Like, no bones broken. But he's clearly losing this fight. Okay. Like, punches are being thrown and none of them are coming from him. Okay. <laughs> he fighting like eight people fighting him and it's one boy. Well, I mean, if it's not anything serious and it's eventually going to be done and he's not like really hurting my kid, then I'm going to let the fight go for a second. He's <laughs> like, all right, man. Yeah, I didn't know you. You know what I'm saying? This. this was a lesson for me, too. I well, I'm not even going to be like, I don't I even give it. you how to fight. You know, I ain't going to be mad at him for that. <laughs> I'm not going to be mad at him for that. But I will say like, hey, man. You just got fucked. You up, got fucked dude. up, bro. You need to learn how to fight, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a couple MMA that or stay away from class. shit like that. Teach you karate. That's what I learned. Put you in a karate class. Yeah, we finna put you in a karate class because you. How old did you say he was? Sixteen. Yeah, that's t- that's tough. That kid could have beat me up. You can. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't jumping in that. I know that kid probably For got real. hands. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, yeah, he's you gotta a put power your, lifter. He's you gotta put your kid in some UFC type shit, man. Some MMA. Get him some mixed martial arts training. Maybe kickboxing. Get him, you know what I mean? You got to get him. If it's a young boy, you can't be jumping in no fights, man. I didn't. I wanted to let that video play, but it was pretty long. They taking a long time. But they were saying, I guess, they was like, what if the boy uh, said you was ugly? <laughs> and then she, and then they was like, you will let them fight. You got to let him, you know. You, you got to help him fight if that boy caught you. But then, what? That's crazy, man. I, yeah. Can your kid fight because they called your kid mama ugly or your wife ugly or whatever. Well, That's crazy. I, like I would go up to the school and you tell them both. You tell them to respect my wife and she, that tell them that she fine. What the wrong with these kids? Mm. My wife a baddie, and she your best friend. What you supposed to say? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Let's get into this next topic, man. Drake and The Weeknd have an AI song and is eligible for a Grammy. Have you heard the song? No. Let's see if we can pull it up. I don't know if we can. I don't know Drake, if we should play it. Man. Why not? Or, well, you know, only for so long. What are they going to do? Demonetize it? Well, they'll mute it and then nobody will be able to hear it. Well, you could fight Mark in the backyard in his octagon. Would you? I'll whoop his ass. I 
came in with my ex, like Celine, or the flats, eh? Bumping Justin Bieber, the fever ain't left, eh? She know what she need, or her need, or she blessed, eh? Giving me my best, eh? What you think? I like to feel so far. Yeah. You think it you think it should be eligible for a Grammy? I mean I don't know why not. It's not Drake in the weekend. Oh, it's an AI song. Yeah. No. It's not them. It's two different Yeah, no. But to be fair, Grammys are awarded to songwriters, not the artists performing the song. But they can't go as them those names then. That's what I'm saying. Is awarded to the songwriters. No, I know, but what I'm saying is, is it, it, it okay? But it, it can't say that it's these people because it's clearly not those people. It's just their voices. Right, but it's awarded to the song. It's not awarded to them. Well, I know, but the song wouldn't be legit if the if the song was by Drake and who The Weekend. Um, that's what I'm saying. They couldn't. It wouldn't be a legal song. I feel like, in a way, somehow there's a law that would maybe not, but that'll change. Yeah. Um, so I mean, maybe this year it happens. Well, I mean, <clears throat> the Grammys can make any song eligible they choose, right? I f- I feel like there's still got to be some they're sort private, of uh, they're a private entity. They can give you a, a Grammy for writing the ABCs if they chose. Damn, I'm gonna start writing them. <laughs> I think they are public domain, so. Okay. I'm pretty sure the ABC song is public domain. You can write whatever you want with those. Get creative. But yeah, so it's awarded to the songwriter of the song, not the artist of Under- the song. So technically, the dude who wrote it, who made the AI song, and and he rapped it too. He just put those voice covers, the AI voice covers over the song he wrote and rapped. Oh, so it doesn't... It doesn't create the voice from Drake. I think it creates the voice from what dr- words Drake says. No, no, he wrote the words. No, 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 no. I don't. Yes, but Drake has said those words. I think it bases it off of the internet knowing how Drake sounds. Yeah, it might just take the inflections in his voice and yeah. create create sounds based on that. Yeah. Just but yeah. So, I mean, he is a songwriter though. He did write the words. No, I get that, but. I, as long as is the song only good because they have their voices on it, or is it good because the words are good? Uh, I think the first thing is a beat, and the second thing, or first or second thing, is a beat and or the vocal that somebody hears before it's the lyrics. Um, you know, so really, yeah. But they don't award Grammys based on this sound. No, it's by the, it's by a board of people. Right, but I'm saying they don't award it based on the sound of a song. They award it based on the writing composition of the song. When you get song of the year, it's got it's based on how the song, how well the, the song was written, not how well the song did. 
but isn't it a group of people and those group of people have heard said song so they know they know cadence they know highs mids lows they know how the song sounds also i feel like that's still part of it or someone like drake wouldn't always win all the shit that he wins or someone like taylor swift or have any grammys well i'm not but that's another thing though that drake and the weekend both Boycott the Grammys because oh. they never won. Okay. So is this a shot from the Grammys at Drake and The Weeknd allowing their song to be this song to be eligible when it's not really them? Because if they win a Grammy and it's not really <laughs> them, won't that be like yeah, like some <laughs> the ultimate fuck you? That's a pretty big dick move for sure. <laughs> like you, you refuse to you want to boycott us, but we got one for you. We gonna provide a Grammy to your voice, and you still not gonna win. They could probably sue to get that Grammy, though. Yeah. I mean, but that would be petty. Do you petty. want a Grammy in that way? They wouldn't have. I don't think they would be able to sue for it. <coughs> I don't know. It depends. If they sue to be <coughs> credited on the song, then they have to get a Grammy for it. Because <coughs> everybody who is credited on the song gets a Grammy. Because even if you were performer of the song like the the artist you still get songwriter credits yeah that's true I mean but they don't get songwriter credits because they technically not the artist unless they sue for it and the law gets up to date with the technology that's what I'm saying like it's eventually gonna be a thing if it's not already yeah for sure Uh, alright let's talk about since we own the music topic Round it out with this one, man. Did he give the publishing rights back to his artists? What you think of that? Oh, we could play this. Gonna settle it, though. I am so proud of Sean Puffy P. Diddy Puff Daddy Combs because he gave his artists they publishing back. Now, if you know anything about Bad Boy, you know it's always been like this thing said, like Diddy don't pay his artists and all of this. Well, Diddy came off the coin. I'm hoping we can get the verses battle now, but like I'm talking everybody, Faith Evans, Mace, who has been very vocal about the fact that he wants his money. Mm-hmm. One twelve, we missed the whole verses battle because they couldn't do it. Uh, the Locks, even the estate of Biggie, all got signed agreements to receive their publishing rights back. I mean, I think that's that's wonderful. I think that's great. I just wonder, yada yada yada, and he got an album coming up. Mm. Let me clear all negative energy. I was going back and forth about this money's earned or something. Okay, so did he gave all the artists under Bad Boys, they knew the old ones, they published him back. Like you said, Faith Evans, Mace, et cetera, et cetera. 112. Yeah, yeah. all of them got their publishing back. Then I forget who it was, but they was complaining, talking about Mark Curry. Mark Curry was, was complaining, basically saying, don't give us our publishing back. Give us the money you made from the publishing. The publishing ain't worth shit now. That's why you're giving it back to us, because you ain't, you ain't making no money off of it. Give us the money you made off our publishing. No, I mean, that's well, true. You could, If you have your publishing, you could sell your catalog. So, but that's still only future money. It's not money right now, right? No, if you sell your catalog, that's money in your pocket right now. Yeah, but who's going to buy it and at how much? They buying old catalogs for a lot of money nowadays. I'm talking you artists out here selling their catalogs for $500 million and shit. Who 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 recently sold their catalog? Rapper sold catalog. Rapper Nelly 
has something to sing about the Grammy winner 48 so 50% of his song catalog for 50 million this week in a partnership and investment firm Harborview Equity Partners who else Dr. Dre, Nelly, Future, Metro Boomin, RZA, Logic, Marley Mar, Murder Beats, Timbaland, Manny Fresh, and Pusha T. They all been selling a catalog. Damn, really? Yeah. So so they don't make money on their songs playing anymore or those particular songs? Uh, I don't think they're selling 100% of their catalog. They might be. In 2020, RZA sold a 50% stake in his catalog. The catalog is composed of eight eight hundred and fourteen songs, so he still make fifty percent of it. Oh yeah, I'm in. I'll even do sixty forty if I'm making that kind of money. Uh, who else? I mean, a lot of artists out here selling their catalog. No, I would never go over fifty fifty. They could they could come out there and sell their catalog all day. They got it back now. It ain't like Mace. Mace is having a resurgence with his podcast with Cam. Come on now. He could re-promote all his old music. Now he got publishing rights to it. He could get it all jumping. And it's, we in the era now where the older rappers is actually having they, they shining comebacks. Like, as long as they still got some type of talent, they don't even have to rap, really. Mace is fucking sports commentating. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Cameron is sports commentating. Yeah. They don't have to. You know, you don't have to rap, and you can make your music, or even like doing a versus, for example. Jadakiss had a whole resurgence in his music after that versus. True that, but wait, why couldn't they if they own? So those people didn't have any percentage of their catalog. Yeah, they did. He owned it all. Got it. And that's what they was mad about for so long because they wanted their music and they wanted their money. You're talking about did he did him wrong, but. I mean, it's, I don't know, man. That's how the game was. Well, it's. Barry Gordy did the same shit. It's just how it was, and they didn't. Barry Gordy did the same exact shit. The same exact, probably way worse than Diddy did. They signed, period. They signed. And And that's what sucks, because it's like, yo, no, bro. You guys all agreed on this. My thing is, y'all were great. Y'all made great music. Get from under that umbrella. Make more great music. Damn, I lost my shit. Make more great music. You know what I mean? You're saying the people that just got their catalogs. Profit off of that. Or I'm saying back then, like Oh yeah. Get out of that contract and make more great music that you that you can profit off of. Yep. I lost my earbud. It went somewhere. Can't be far. Hopefully the cat don't eat it. Well just yeah, we'll find it when you get up. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Hopefully they get it together and they can get some. They can profit off their catalog. Not they got. <coughs> I'm glad Diddy gave it back to him. He certainly didn't have to. Right. No, he didn't. He should have a long time ago. Yeah. I think. Anything else you want to talk about, man? I think we can call it. All right. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. That's the laid back ass podcast, and we some laid back yes, ass niggas. Sir. See y'all next week. <laughs>